Hi, good day, my lovely, lovely people. This is your girl, Sasha Hemmings, right here on Sasha's Talk. Now, today, I really hope you guys are having a fantastic day today. Terrific Tuesdays. First off, I want to thank you guys so much for the love and support that I've been getting. I've been getting some really, really good feedbacks. So I want to tell you guys that I love you all so much. Now, today I want to start off with a quote from Thomas Jefferson, and it states, Nothing can stop the man with the right mental attitude from achieving his goal. Nothing on earth can help the man with the wrong mental attitude. Now, today's topic is really about having the right attitude. Having the right attitude towards life can help to cultivate a better and a more prosperous life for you. So bear in mind that having a positive attitude also can contribute to one's mental health and to one's overall health because it makes you a more positive person and you have a more positive outlook towards life. Now, also, I just want to give you some pointers or some tips on how to maintain or to have that right attitude towards life. So the first thing I would like to tell you guys to do is to smile more. Smile more. Smiling helps to release feel-good hormones so also known as happy hormones so smile a lot more and the frowning another thing is to upload positive things to your brain so what that basically is saying is that listen to more positive music positive videos or anything read a, a positive book something that will help to create that mindset that positive mindset another thing also is to take control of your actions right so if someone is being rude or negative towards you it's all up to you how you respond to that right so take control of your actions you don't have control over another person's action but you have control over yours Another thing is to be proactive. So what this basically is saying is that sometimes we might get up and we want to do something and we tend to procrastinate. So I'm going to do this today. This is a step that I'm going to take today. And by the end of the day, you get nothing done. So get up and be proactive. Work towards your goal. It's also important to identify your purpose. You know, I personally believe that everyone in life have a purpose. And once you can identify that purpose, you will live a more fulfilled life, right? So identify what it is your purpose is and just go towards it, right? Another thing is to visualize positive, positive things. So... Sometimes you can sit down and meditate on some things, some goals that you love to achieve, right? So you sit down and you, you meditate on something positive. 
Another thing is to choose your words carefully. Choose your words carefully. There is power in the tongue. So when we get up and we say, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. Guess what you are doing? You're stopping your own progress. So speak positive things and just, just own your own. Own your own and be careful of the words that you choose to say. Another thing is to be grateful. Be thankful every day. There's always something to be thankful about. Also, surround yourself with positive-minded people. So surround yourself with persons that believe in you and believe in what you're doing, right? Surround yourself with people that think positive about even about their own self. Because, you know, yeah, sometimes you have some people with, you know, they just think all type of negative, negative things, even about their own self. So surround yourself with people that think positive. I'm also going to share with you today a video, not a video, a audio that personally inspired me. Um, it's with a, let me check. Her name is, I think it's Lisa Nichols or something like that. And she's basically telling her life story, how her experiences and how maintaining the right attitude towards life, I believe has helped her. So I'm going to share that video right in between this segment. Okay. I'm in Inglewood living off Arbavida. I'm on government assistance and I run out of money and I had to buy Pampers for Jelani. And I had $11.42 in the bank. And I remember wrapping my son in a towel for two days. You know, someone said, because when I tell the story, I always get teary-eyed. And someone said, do you fabricate the tears because you've told the story so much? No, I'm a mama. Every time I tell the story, I feel it again. I remember the second day, like you said, I had my, my hand on Jelani's stomach and I said, don't worry, baby. Mommy will never be this broke or broken again. And that day, what shifted for me was I was willing, and I don't know if this is gonna sound crazy, I was willing to completely die to any form of me that I had been so that I can birth the woman that I was becoming. The reason why a lot of people won't become who they want is because they're too attached to who they've been. And you hear it all the time when people say, I've always been this way. Okay, well, if that's working for you, keep doing that. I knew it wasn't working for me any longer. I had hit my version of rock bottom. So I was willing to let go of everything and everybody. See, another reason why people won't get there is because the doorway is for you to fit through. You're trying to carry everybody else through because you're trying to be rescue 911 and you gotta rescue you first. I am much more valuable to my family and to my community because I was willing to let them go, go through the door myself, 
teach myself, learn myself, condition myself, and then come back and get them. I'm much more valuable to them now. But I have to go through a window time of 10 years of judgment. You leaving us, hanging out with white people all the time. You going to these crazy countries. We, we don't know what you, I, I have to be willing to, to allow my conviction to make me inconvenienced. See, we want to grow, but we want to stay liked by everybody. I was willing to be my own rescue at the risk of your approval. But most of us aren't like that. Facebook is an example. We want to be liked. Well, I woke up and I like myself today, so your like is extra. My, my job is to like me first. I was willing to say every day, Lisa, you like you? Lisa, are you proud of you? Lisa, are you playing full out? Every day before I checked in with anybody else. That's lonely, by the way. Why won't most people do it? Because it's scary and it's lonely. So what did I do? I was willing to find people who had what I didn't have, who were living lives that I wasn't living, who believed things that I didn't know about, and I was willing to become their student. I got up every day and I ate a slice of humble pie. See, when you get to this level, even me 10 years ago, you can get caught up by reading your own fine print. See, whenever I hear people reading my bio, when, before I came on and you read my bio, I'm in the back going, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I don't want to ever think I arrived. I don't ever, that bio was old. I, I, you should be interested in my future. Oh, that's my bio. What's my future? Oh, what are you doing? What am I, who am I becoming for 2020? And we get caught up in our bios. We get caught up in our status. I never allowed that to stop me from going and sitting at the hem of someone and saying, what do you know about wealth? See, because there's three forms to money. There's three relationships to money. We learn how to earn it. We learn how to keep it. And we learn how to grow it. Well, I, I learned how to earn it because my theme song was, I'm a hustler, baby. And I want you to know, everybody with me, it ain't where I've been, but what? Where I'm about to go. So I was singing that song. <laughs> that was good. They know, uh. they know, right? I was singing that song when I was, I was in working out of my closet as my office. I, w I was in a walk-in closet where you really couldn't walk in, you stepped in and turned, right? <laughs> and, and, and the clothes rack, you know how you have the hanger rack, I had pant hangers in the closet and I had manila folders clipping on the, the pant hangers, those are my client files. And I would sit there and I put $2.99 mirrors off that you get from CVS, I put them all around my closet walls so that I could make my, my office look bigger. I worked out of that closet office for four years, singing that song. It ain't where I've been, but where I'm about to go. I knew that. I knew how to make money. I didn't know how to keep it, because ain't nobody had none in my family. So keeping was an issue. Growing was never an issue. So I went to people who knew how to make it, keep it, grow it. I went to people who was about serving others to the highest level. See, I make a lot of money because I serve more people. See, all your success is on the other side of service. People trying to make money, if it begins and ends with money, it's gonna be a short-lived victory. But if it's about transforming lives, then the wind keeps going and going and growing and growing. So I went to people that knew what I didn't know. And I, I, I killed my ego every day, murdered my she-go every day. Cause I got a big she-go, I mean, come on, right? <laughs> every day, Tom, and I got hungry and I learned. I went to the same training 42 times. Yes, I said 42. Some folk will stop because oh, I've been there already. I learned that already. Yeah. No, I wasn't there. I wanted to be able to finish their sentences. I want to know what you know. 
I want to walk like you, talk like you, and then I want to embed me in it. But success leaves clues. We're just not picking them up. I was the only African-American person at this conference. I was one of two women at this conference. Within the last 29 sessions, I led the conference. But I was willing to be the student first. So that's what I did, number one. And number two, I looked at every toxic behavior in my life. Everyone. You see me go behind my own black curtain. People don't want to tell on yourself. You're trying to protect. You're trying to do th four things. You're trying to protect, prove, hide, and defend. If you wake up every day and say, I have nothing to protect, I have nothing to prove, I have nothing to hide, I have nothing to defend, now, who do I choose to be? Because your energy is consumed with protecting, proving, hiding, and defending. But if you let go of that, then now you're in creation. Every day I told myself that. Every day I got in the mirror and I said three sentences. And I gave each sentence seven different endings. And at times I was crying so hard I couldn't understand myself because the ending, the sentence was so difficult to say. Every day I looked in the mirror and said, Lisa, I'm proud that you. And I found seven different things to celebrate Lisa for because we are under-celebrated. Because you want someone to celebrate you more than you celebrate yourself. You want to hear thank you from others more than you're thanking yourself. You want to hear other people say I love you more than you saying I love yourself. You are teaching the world. I set this on Oprah. When I set this on Oprah, she said, oh my God, I believe the exact same thing. So I knew I had one thing right. <laughs> <laughs> the world is looking at you and following your example of how to treat you. How to treat you. They're following your example of how to treat you. So how you treat you, the world's going to follow your lead. So I had to start treating Lisa better because I was everything for everybody but nothing for myself. And so every day I got in the mirror and I completed three sentences. Lisa, I'm proud of you for. Second thing, Lisa, I forgive you for. That one took me down daily. Because I'd had a son with a man who was now in prison, my biggest nightmare, my greatest nightmare. I had been in a relationship that turned mentally and then physically abusive when my son was three years old. I made money but lost it. I was on government assistance. I was on welfare. I was on WIC, women, infant, and children. I got a lot of forgiveness that I had to do. But I was willing to forgive myself every day. And every day I said the same thing for like six months until it got easier. And then one day I went, Lisa, I forgive you for it. And that thing didn't come up anymore. I was like, ooh, okay, on to the next. Seven different endings. And the last thing I did every day, last sentence, is Lisa, I commit to you that. Because we make bigger commitments to other people. If I commit to y'all something, ride or die, you can bet your last dime that I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna show up, you're gonna get two dimes. But I would make commitments to, for me, for myself, and I wouldn't do it. I eat my weight. So I started every day celebrating Lisa, forgiving Lisa, and making a commitment to Lisa. And then I was willing to invest money in me. I love this stuff. I was willing to invest money in me. Literally. 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 I worked at LA Unified School District. And I knew I couldn't stay there because they needed a degree. I didn't have a degree. They didn't seem happy. I wanted to be happy. So I would, I would have my son at daycare during the day. I'd work nine hours. 
I pick them up from daycare, take them back to my office. I take a 30-minute break from 6 o'clock to 6.30 to go get them. I start working from 6.30 until midnight every day at my office on me, every day. Put my son on a little, you know, primary color blanket, something to occupy him. Give him toys that I took the batteries out of so he'd be confused for a little while trying to figure <laughs> out why they're not working. I'm trying, I'm serious. And I, I did it every day, every day, every day. I stopped going out to dinner. I stopped going out dancing. I stopped getting my nails done, stopped getting my hair done. And every two weeks when Ella Unified paid me, I wrote a check to my dream. And I wrote in the memo line, funding my dream. And I would, I would mail the check to the bank, Wells Fargo. And I mailed a check to myself every two weeks for three and a half years. My family thought, you know, thought I was smoking on drugs. <laughs> like, she ain't going out. She not, she eating beanies and weenies all week. She, 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 we think she on drugs, but she's not getting any smaller, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I went to the bank after three and a half years. This is the story you're talking about. I walked in the bank. I said, I'm just going to check and see where that account is because I wouldn't open the I wouldn't open the statements because my mother used to say when I was growing up girl this money burning my pocket and I'm like oh, I think money hot and it goes <laughs> and it, thank you thank you so much and it goes away fast so I'm not going to open the statement because I don't want to know how much money I have because I didn't have a healthy relationship to money I didn't even know a relationship with money so while I'm at these trainings uh, they just kept saying saves so I'm like okay I'm gonna save I didn't need the money um, that I was writing checks for because it was the money I used on my nails and my hair. And then every check I wrote to myself, I made a challenge with myself that it had to be 5% more than the next check. Wow. Than the previous check. So I, and I didn't really know how to calculate the 5%. So I'm like, well, I'll just add $30. I'll just add $60. I really didn't know anything about it. Then I went out and got a second job. And I started working in the evenings less on my business and more out on jobs so I can write a bigger check. So I learned how to live on $31,000. That's all I was living on, $31,000. We can make it. We got it. I sold my Altima. I had at the time, I bought an old Ford Explorer. You know, I just, I just, I just skinny down. I moved out of my three-bedroom house. I moved in with a roommate. She smoked even. And I was like, okay, I'm going to put towels under the base of the door. Y'all, you got to be inconvenienced. I put towels on the base of the door so the smoke wouldn't come in the room with me and my son. We slept side by side in the same bed. Went from a three bedroom, you know, three bathroom house, two story to a roommate, you know, cause I was willing to write a check to fund my dream. And I kept writing, funding my dream, funding my dream, funding my dream. And I walked into Wells Fargo three and a half years later and I, I gave her my name. I said, hi, my name is Lisa Nichols. And she's like, you the funding my dream lady. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> so all these tellers came running around. The manager came around because I guess everybody had processed a check or two. Right. And <laughs> they were like, we all been wondering, like everybody wants to know, what's the dream you funded? And I was like, I don't know, but <laughs> it's going to cost some money. <laughs> I think I got a little money now to fund the dream. And so I said, I just came to get my balance and to see where it is because I, I haven't opened any of the statements. They were like, what? So no, I haven't opened any of the statements because uh, money burns my mama's pocket, so it might burn my pocket, so I don't want to spend it. So she wrote the balance down. You know how they write the balance down? And she turned it and passed it to me, and I looked at it, 
and I said, no, ma'am, my name is Lisa Shante Nichols. <laughs> this is my social security number. I don't even want that money because y'all going to want it back and I don't want to get in trouble. So can you just give me my account? You know, because I didn't know anyone in my family that had $5,000 in their account, $10,000 in account. So when you write down that I have $62,500 in my account, that's not mine. And so they all teared up, like everybody start crying. They're like, no, it's yours. I looked down at my son, Jelani, who was five years old now, and I said, Jelani, I think life is gonna change for you and mommy. <laughs> my son said, Mommy, can we finally go to McDonald's now? <laughs> <laughs> so, cause I've been making them homemade Big Macs for a while. I was like, Mama, Mama can make you a better Big Mac than, you know, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> so, cause I was, I was willing to inconvenience my entire life my entire life. I was willing to disrupt my entire life to buy my future, to buy my possibility, to give my dream a chance. See, we're not supposed to tuck our dreams in on the, on the pillow when we get up in the morning. We're not supposed to leave them at home and go and fulfill somebody else's dream. We're not supposed to do that. That's not what we're wired to do. That's not who we are. Your human spirit doesn't care about the economy. The human spirit doesn't care that my son's father went to prison. My, the human spirit doesn't care what's happened to your family. The human spirit doesn't care about the past. You may have been molested or your family may have been broke or, or you may have been betrayed or you may have a divorce. Your human spirit doesn't care about any of that. Your human spirit simply says, what's our command for tomorrow? tomorrow. What do you want to create? It's not keeping score. Your brain is keeping score because your brain is designed to keep you safe. Your soul, your intuition, your human spirit is designed to make you soar. And when you get to the edge of that stage, I want to get up right now. Can I get up you right now? You get whatever you want. Okay. Think when, I'm going to tell Lisa Dickens no? When, Come on now. When you get to the edge, your brain will always tell you to step back. It's always going to tell you to step back because you can fall. Always. It's going to tell you to step back because before you fail, the last time you did this, you saw someone else fail. You could hurt. You could be off work. It's going to tell you it's designed to keep you safe. So you have to be willing to play between your brain and your soul. And on some days you got to just listen to your soul. And you gotta say, I'm gonna leap, I'm gonna get to the edge. Most people are at the edge and you're standing at the edge and you're watching everyone else fly. That's pimp my ride, watch my crib, all this stuff. You know, watching people's lives on Facebook. You're at the edge, watching someone else live, wondering what it's gonna be like when you jump without ever jumping. And I'm just here to tell you, jump. Because only three things can happen. You're either gonna jump and fly, or you're gonna jump and fall on something soft. Are you going to fall down hard? Either way, you're going to get back up. You already know you got what it takes to get back up. You're not, your greatest fear is not that you will fall. Your greatest fear is that you will live a full life and never fly. That you never leaped. You're not afraid of dying. You're afraid of dying before the world sees who you really are. Before they really get your fingerprint. Before they really feel your breath. Before they really get your contribution. Before they really feel you. That's what you don't want to happen. You don't want to leave this place without us knowing you were here. All I'm doing is giving my, my dream a chance. And I'm not extraordinary. You don't get off the hook. You don't get to be let off the hook. I'm an ordinary woman who chooses every day to make one more extraordinary decision. Yeah, you're a grinder. Yeah, right? Like fucking. <laughs>
wow 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 what a awesome 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 story from miss lisa nichols guys i really and truly hope that you were inspired by her story and inspired by her actions to you know take control of her life and you know have a positive outlook and just change her life for the better so guys i really hope that this was really impactful so um this is how we're gonna end this episode today about um having the right attitude guys you can send in those feedbacks uh to you can also email me at sashastalk one at gmail.com to you know send me some topics that we can discuss also visit my instagram page at sashastalk underscore and also follow me on facebook at sashastalk so guys thanks again for the love and support and remember just re- remember to maintain that positive and maintain the right attitudes towards life for you to get that positive outlook that you're looking for so tune in guys and subscribe right here and on anchor fm slash sasha's talk and we'll be right here very soon with another episode so enjoy the rest of your day guys be blessed and always remember that empowerment is power thank you guys bye